good local time. My name is Kira Gaunt, and as a member of the Crossroads Project, I'm sharing our letter to our membership. Dear members, we the co-chairs of the Crossroads Project, also known as the Crossroads Section for Difference and Representation, write to you with a renewed spirit and mission. While experiencing an unprecedented global pandemic and a movement for social justice inspired by Black Lives Matter, we invite you to join us as we reinvent ourselves as ethnomusicologists committed to embracing difference, social justice, and inclusion. Our mission, focusing on advocacy for people and communities as well as scholarship. The Crossroads Project engages and promotes dialogue about difference and its underrepresentation in the academy as well as in the Society for Ethnomusicology. When we are in the presence of the power and poetics of music, we believe we can bring ourselves back to our roots as musical people, ethnomusicologists, educators, and as a musical society. We continue to educate ourselves about difference and underrepresentation in music. We advocate against anti-Black racism, social domination, and violence to gain the equal rights and protections and respect for people who identify as Black, Indigenous, and people of color, men or women, man, woman, child. We challenge heteronormativity and stand for marginalized and stand for marginalized sexual groups, and we are allies for on behalf of people with disabilities, the world's largest marginalized group. We stand for equal access and equal rights for all. We support the recruitment and retention, the nomination and election of people from underrepresented minority groups, and we stand for the decolonization of the imperialist, white supremacist, capitalist patriarchy, following Bell Hooks' phrase, found in all levels, most of our resources, many of the sites and situations in ethnomusicology and its correlated disciplines. It is a necessity that we remain vigilant in continuing to address the needs of the most marginalized and traumatized members of our society and our field. We see the Crossroads Project as the vibes team. This was a concept that I learned while as a, as a member of the Occupy movement in Nashville. So we see the Crossroads Project as the vibes team, mediators of healing justice. SEM must not overlook the importance of our members listening to and learning from each other through sound and sensational knowledge to... Uh, with a hat tip to Tony Seeger and Tomie Hahn, particularly when we face adversity within our own society. How we came to be. In 2003, at the Miami Annual Meeting, the Crossroads Project began a conversation that we hoped would touch everyone in SEM and would eventually impact individual and institutional programs, not only relative to recruitment and retention, but to the quality of life issues that are of concern to our committee and to many of our members at large. The aim of the founder of the Crossroads Project, Kira Gant, that's me, 
was to create conversations that make a difference and provide useful and practical outcomes with joy and ease, at the center of which is sharing and communication. See the 2003 Crossroads Project report to the board. The lack of attention to matters of diversity, equity, and inclusion has been and will continue to be a recurrent harm to members unless we embrace deep organizing. This is why this section was initially called the Crossroads Project. It is purposeful and designed to maintain the term project because it is an ongoing collaborative and emergent process between and among interest groups in SEM. We are not likely to solve systemic anti-Black racism, anti-Indigenous people, as well as forms of anti-Black sexism and misogynoir against women of color during our lifetime. Instead, the Crossroads Project carefully works towards mitigating racism, sexism, and other forms of intersectional social domination through a radical politics of care, sharing our musical selves, participant observations, and our publications about musical communities and symbolic music making. Recent activities. In the past four years, the Crossroads Project forged a new direction, distinguishing its pre-existing activities from the Diversity Action Committee appointed by the SEM Board. We focused on roundtables and offered a paper competition to address professional and curricular development for members, allowing for greater participation for all. At the 2016 annual meeting, we sponsored the roundtable Navigating a Path Toward Tenure. At the 2017 meeting, we organized a session on teaching race and ethnicity through music, best practices, to more clearly engage social justice matters. The gathering focused on strategies, approaches, techniques, lesson planning, and pivotal musical examples for use in the classroom. Our successes led to a 2018 sequel, Teaching Race and Ethnicity Through Music, Intersectionality. As ethnomusicologists, we are uniquely positioned with ethnographic methods and musical resources which could address local and structural issues concerning white supremacy, xenophobia and xenocentrism, and heteronormativity. Facing growing uncertainties in the political and social climate from December of 2018 to the 2019 annual meeting, then co-chairs Brenda Romero and Susan Asai instituted two Crossroads Music and Social Justice Prizes. Every two years, the project awards a $200 cash prize, first prize, and a $100 second cash prize for the most compelling papers on music and social justice presented in our section. The excellence of the submissions prompted the co-chairs to inaugurate an anthology entitled At the Crossroads of Music and Social Justice to be published by Indiana University in 2021 as part of their Activist Encounters in Ethnomusicology and Folklore series. An upcoming salon at the SEM 2020 Virtual Annual Conference. 
The impact that the Black Lives Matter movement has had and is having on our field and our institutions calls for confronting our own bystander biases before tackling the ingrained systemic intersectional oppressions within SEM. Actively working to decolonize ourselves demands patience, not quick fixes or one-offs. As a critical first step, we proposed a salon slash workshop that was accepted for the upcoming virtual conference in October. Our abstract, slightly adapted here for the unprecedented moment of the global pandemic, reads, how does it feel to be a problem? A song and salon for healing justice. W.E.B. Du Bois asked for us, how does it feel to be a problem? This salon is about creating a space for sharing that tackles the tough issues of bias and privilege with our hearts as well as our heads. As ethnomusicologists in our home institutions, at conferences and in the field, most of us witness and tolerate the frustration, discrimination, dehumanization, and violence that stems from being marginalized or oppressed in musical situations and settings we occupy and in which we study. The salon is meant to be an educative process in two parts. First, participants share specific moments when song or musical meaning healed memories of marginalization drawn from our research or lived experience shared in small breakout rooms. The second part is that we collectively debrief as a whole, answering questions together like, what are we learning about marginalization from our personalized sharing? What could we glean as a discipline from witnessing rather than analyzing the marginalization of, of our collaborators, subjects, or ourselves? What can we learn that could help us negotiate the troubled waters we find ourselves in as a society, particularly since the publication of Daniel Brown's letter and the global implications of Black Lives Matter? The process is meant to foster a co-creative and transactional leadership within our membership that we believe can have a ripple effect throughout the society. It begins first and foremost with sharing ourselves and sharing through music. Food for the soul will be served in the form of a political musical performance by a special guest during our session. And we offer a teaser if you want to know what kind of musical performance we're thinking of, there is a video that we have posted by Nellie McKay called Mother of Pearl. We recommend you watch. The exact dates, times, and web links for the salon and our annual meeting are forthcoming as soon as the conference program is published, hopefully by the time you listen to this podcast episode. the agenda for our upcoming annual section meeting. In addition to the salon, the Crossroads Project invites those committed to social change in our society and in our institutions to attend our annual meeting at the virtual conference. A web link will be sent to you as we get closer to the meeting. The co-chairs have been meeting since December, almost weekly, and we've developed an agenda of possible actions to consider for empowering further connection among our ranks. 
Number one, singing ourselves as a society. Using music making to explore, listening ourselves back into creatively absorbing the imponderability of everyday life as ethnomusicologist, a term that came to our attention from Bruno Nettles ACLS 2014 lecture, in which he also stated the typical method of field work was simply, usually without a specific research plan, to show up, hang out, record music, and collect data somewhat indiscriminately, end quote. So could we sing ourselves back into a way of being participant observers at this critical juncture in our society and in this Black Lives Matter moment? Rather than planning it out, could we allow the questions and answers to emerge through a collaborative process? Number two, we propose and are planning a monthly discussion or book club about structural um, oppression and social domination, beginning with Dolly Chug's book, The Person You Mean to Be, How Good People Fight Bias, and her 13-minute TED Talk, How to Let Go of Being a Good Person and Become a Better Person. Number three, gathering and publishing oral histories, memories, and stories using current free technology sources and tools to build an archive of resources that represents the crossroads or those intersections between and among SIG's special interest groups. We're thinking about platforms like StoryCorps, TED-Ed, um, the use of audiograms or um, the Anchor app, which I'm using now to record this, um, to do podcasting or Audio Spark, excuse me, Adobe Spark, or even just a YouTube channel for the Crossroads Project. Number four, house a repository of those resources on a website, which we are currently um, building. And the aim behind that website is to collaborate on a musical coronavirus syllabus to begin a collaborative effort. Um, a crowdsourced effort. Think of um, this in line with the Ferguson syllabus, the Charleston syllabus, the Lemonade syllabus, the This is America syllabus by Childish Gambino, the Black Lives Matter syllabus, the Wakanda syllabus, the Say Her Name syllabus, the Why We Can't Wait syllabus, and the Coronavirus syllabus by Alondra Nelson, who is the current president and a friend of mine of the Social Science Research Council. Note, if you look at the coronavirus syllabus, which was featured in Time magazine, how music is or is not included in in that syllabus and all the other syllabi that I mentioned. There's ways in which the role that we play as ethnomusicologists is missing. Number five to begin collecting or contributing to, continuing to contribute to a crowdsourced bibliography for decolonizing ethnomusicology. We started this project back in fall of 2019. I called it the Zora Neale Hurston Syllabus for Decolonization. And we welcome more contributions and the website or URLs for all of the things that I've mentioned so far will be included with this podcast below or on the SEM Crossroads page link. We look forward to co-creating active, challenging, and inspired conversations for the times ahead. Until then, stay well, think of others, 
and take the best care of yourself and your music. <laughs> Sincerely, your 2020 Crossroads co-chairs, that is me, Kira Gan from the University at Albany SUNY, Stephanie Corey at Tufts University, and our co-chair emerita, Susan Asai. Thank you. If you enjoyed this and you think this is a great idea, please comment, like, and share with your fellow ethnomusicologists and other members of the society. Thank you. Thank you.